What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Fire Talk here with the It's Lit Reviews team. I am Jake, joined by Adam, Matt, and Cole. And today we have a couple things on our agenda. We have a highly anticipated TV debut, as well as saying goodbye and remembering an icon of I don't even know, like '60s movies, '70s movies. I, I can't. Well, I, clearly, somebody didn't do his homework. I yep. mean, to be a hundred percent honest, it was he was. <laughs> but how about we just time. go with decades of movies? Decades of movies. Yeah, there you go. decades of movies. Uh, and so, obviously, we're talking about Sean Connery here passing away at age ninety. Uh, but we'll get into our remembrance of him here a little bit later because everybody really wants to talk about The Mandalorian. And this is the first time in the history of our podcast, everybody on the podcast has actually watched the item that we're going to be discussing. And that's episode one of season two in, in The Mandalorian. So like, what's like our initial takeaway? Jake, it's only one episode. If we can't watch one 45-minute episode, <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? <laughs> I got I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm very busy, and <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, it, we all have we all have jobs and wives and kids. Well, I mean, at least two of those three things. One of those three things. <laughs> I don't have any kids yet. <laughs> uh, thanks, Jake. <laughs> so, what did you guys think? Uh, Mandalorian debuted on Friday, uh, right before Halloween, for everybody. So, I actually got the chance to watch it as I was sitting inside. Uh, leaving a bowl of candy outside to you know social distance and also be able to watch the mandalorian at the same time oh hold on hold on before we talk about mandalorian how long did that candy last uh you just actually, left a bowl outside two hours well we had two bags of candy because our neighborhood's got a lot of kids in it uh and it lasted the full two hours Five thirty to seven thirty. kids were kids were good about it wow and we had decent candy too like i'm not gonna say it's not we had like full-size candy bars or anything like that but we had skittles we had uh, like cheap uh uh shoot i don't remember else i had starburst um yep we they had usually come together yep laffy the pink laffy taffy not the yellow because yellow's gross no yellow is the best laffy no shut oh, up gosh. all right uh, that's another podcast i just wondered because <laughs> i remember as a kid somebody would leave like a whole thing of whatever out there and me and my buddies would just be like split it in half yeah let's do it oh man oh, you were that kid i was <laughs> we were that, that i was kids. the kid who like took two pieces and went on my way yeah i'd take like a handful and feel guilty about it <laughs> no unless there was a sign piece. that said that said only take one and then i was like okay i can only take one like obviously they have some kind of secret camera watching me <laughs> clearly they're gonna come after oh my you. gosh <laughs> yes in the mid 90s they had secret <laughs> that's what i was just thinking <laughs> that's ex- hey you know how you think as a kid you don't know things you think you know things, but you really don't know things. <laughs> oh, goodness. Kind of like peeing in the pool will turn it blue. Yep. Myths. All Wait, myths and true. lies. Not that any of us would ever know. No. So Mandalorian, guys. <laughs> what, did, what did we think? What is this podcast about? <laughs> we'll start with Adam. Uh, it picked right off where season one left off, but I mean... It's usually how seasons work, right? Not so, always. not always. You're right, but... <laughs> like it was good, but it wasn't like, oh my god, I needed to drop everything I was doing and watch this. Or like right now, and I was also kind of disappointed that I could only watch one episode. Agreed. I wanted, I wanted more, and they're just gonna slow roll this and get like seasons and seasons out of it. Agreed. Agreed. I, I had a conversation with a guy at work about it and we were like, maybe because COVID they'll like release all the episodes at once. And so I jumped on uh, IMDb and I was like, no, they didn't. 
<laughs> it's probably going to be like one this week, skip two weeks, put another one out, and then, you know, finally we'll get something else. I'm pretty sure it's just going to be. It's one every Friday. Uh, yeah, weekly. Yeah. I looked it up. You know, <laughs> like we all had to watch TV back in the dark ages. Exactly. Oh, Damn it. If I wanted to watch TV like that, I'd get cable. Uh, <laughs> I'm streaming of, for let's not get crazy here. Speaking of, I got YouTube TV again to watch sports and watch football for the like the fall months here. And oh my God, I hate commercials. I forgot how much I hated commercials. Commercials I, are the devil. Well, especially, especially right now. Especially, especially right, right now. now. Especially right now. <laughs> like after tomorrow night, like I can imagine commercials would be way better. But right now they are terrible. <laughs> I yeah. watched six, I counted six back to back, like Biden Trump commercials just consecutively in a row i was like oh my god this is the most frustrating thing i can think of <laughs> goodness which i mean is a first world problem that that's the most frustrating thing i can think of but mm-hmm. <laughs> i just wanted to watch football i did i did and it does make me upset about the uh, the whole the whole episode by episode thing i agree with you though adam i think overall i was very Un- I was I liked the episode, but underwhelmed. For very like, underwhelming for a season opener. Like I want to know what's coming up in the rest of the season. Like, what are we kind of alluding to? Is it like, what what or, are we trying to do? Yeah. And the only thing we got is like, I'm trying to get this kid, the child, home. And it's like, I'm trying to get it. Cool. We knew well, that at the well, end of last season. We we do know he's looking for other Mandalorians at this point. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I all right. So I guess that's going to be ten episodes of just looking for. We're going to find a new Mandalorian or fake Mandalorian at every location and just have a different adventure together. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I'd be okay with that. I mean, it's it's okay. I want something. I want a little bit but more. Listen, yeah. the longer the longer this take this show takes to get where it's going, the more time there is before they somehow shoehorn in the fucking Skywalkers again <laughs> and ruin everything. Like, hey, like I said before the podcast, this is the best thing that's happened, literally, to the Star Star Wars universe in twenty years. Like the rest of it's just kind of crap. I'm sorry, but I I. I I'm not a huge fan in general. I'm pretty meh about Star Wars, so He's I just like the show. I'm I, not a Trekkie. <laughs> I had this conversation with Ron two weeks ago, and he was like, so what do you like better, Star Wars or Star Trek? And I go, the same. He's like, meh. no, no, but you have to like one better. I said, no, I don't. They're the same. They're both just meh to me. So. I'm ambivalent on both. Yep. That's funny. I no, did. I, I, go ahead, Cole. No, I was going to say, I, I, I loved it. But again, this is my favorite thing. It's, it's weird because in my head, I, I don't, when I watch it, I don't think of the nine movies. I literally just think of it no, as its, its own it's thing. A very different, it's doing a very different thing, which is why I'm going to yeah. be so mad when this inevitably loops back around to the main series again. Yeah, they're going to yeah. do it. They're going to do it. it. I mean, that's, I think that is, it, everybody's kind of waiting for it. And to your point, I don't necessarily think it's the right way um it is it's it is the way though oh god that was awful awful this is not the way awful wasn't planned until i got i had to say it (laughs) Um, you didn't know jake has been a dad for a couple months now uh, (laughs) seems like a couple weeks that wasn't that strong of a dad joke I mean, is any dad joke particularly strong? That was that <laughs> was definitely st- strong dad joke. Dad jokes. I think there's a there's a levels. I mean, I probably could have phrased it slightly better than that, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. 
I think it. I think this episode had really strong vibes of what I, I. I think you talked about after last season, Cole, that the Mandalorian is very much like a space western. Mm-hmm. Like that's what it feels like. That, especially this episode with Timothy Oliphant playing uh, Ka, What was his name? Cobb Maloth or something like that. Yeah, something like that. They mentioned his name like once in like the entire episode, and they expect you to remember it. Um, and I actually thought I was reading an article about how the the bartender in the town is played by w earl brown who played it in in like another western movie that timothy oliphant was in and so that was kind of a interesting little easter egg for everybody else there well i thought when i saw timothy oliphant's character come in it was funny so he's dressed in his mandalorian suit and my wife and i are watching it sorry spoilers and i said that's timothy oliphant i can just tell by the way he walks he walks just like that (laughs) justified which is another like western tv show that he's the main maybe that's what it was from yeah i'll see if i can't figure it out but no, I thought that I thought that was cool. I think he's great too. I love Timothy Oliphant. Um, yeah, it was and a great, I, great fit for that character. And I think they it's interesting to see what other materials they're pulling from too. Like this exact I don't know if you guys played Knights of the Old Republic, the Star Wars game. No. But there's a I must say there's a level in there. So Matt, you would know that there's a level in there that's almost exactly like this episode where you're taking on a crate dragon. Um, and so it's, it was really cool to see them starting to use to Matt's point, not the same nine movies to try and make something else out of. It's like, all right, there's a ton of other star Wars lore out there. What else can we, can mm-hmm. we build episodes off of and make into episodes here? And I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah. And I mean, I hope they keep doing that until the season five finale, when they re- reveal that Mando is Luke's half brother. <laughs> oh my, you stole that. That's you mine. heard it. You heard it here first. <laughs> Are you calling season five reveal though? Because I'm gonna bet on season three. Oh, I don't think you're going that. I don't think they're gonna go five years. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> uh, so I guess the the question I do have for you guys is based off of the first episode. What do you hope happens? Like we get we fast forward ten episodes. What do you need to see by the end of, by this season finale to like feel intrigued and keep on watching? Because like I said, it, otherwise if it keeps as much as it is different right now, if it keeps on the same path and there isn't that big bad that you're ultimately going towards, or if there's not some greater villain or greater story aside from returning baby Yoda to his home, like you have to give people something, otherwise they're going to lose interest. I, I mean, mean, we still have the big bad from season one. Yeah. We know Moth. that he's not, we <laughs> know he's not dead. Uh, so I think that will definitely play into this more as the season progresses okay i'm 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 gonna say that the uh the lady that runs the spaceport where he's parking his ship she's gonna end up dead at some point a a bold not so bold prediction i like that i think they're gonna tie in some characters from the original movies um like you know like last year they had a few of the original characters and i think they're gonna keep speckling those in throughout the storyline to keep the uh original star wars uh, fans happy um but at the same time to matt's point eventually they're going to tie it into the original story they're going to kill baby yoda don't kill baby yoda i mean he's 50 he's not really a baby but and they're not going to kill baby yoda they're going to kill baby yoda i'm saying they calling it here now they're keeping him alive for merchandising rights by itself (laughs) yeah you kill that uh, you kill that kid off and you can say bye to your fans yeah 
I mean, at least this early on, he's got to do some. He's got to like turn to the dark side or something like that, and then people will be like, "Oh, Ooh. it's gonna be tough, but Mando's gonna have to kill him." Dark side Yoda. That's an interesting concept. Ooh. Baby Yoda is actually Palpatine. Calling it now. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's oh, a Palpatine so, wait, clone. time out. We we know that this takes place after the second Death Star was blown up. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's true. So, yeah, he's alive the whole time. Yeah, it's another. It's one, it, got, it was one of his it, failed clones. Clone. Uh, yeah, it's just like Snoke. Oh all well, Yodas are clones of. Jeez, <laughs> oh, Jake. To your question originally that we've gotten off topic with, um, as someone that's uh, pretty ambivalent to both Star Trek and Star Wars, I, if it if it stays on the same, um, same road that it's on with a few little t- you know twists and turns and Easter eggs here and there, I'll I'll watch every episode. Yeah. And be perfectly happy with it. I'm not going to sit and wait for them to come out every week. I'll end up watching a bunch of them at a time, but yeah, I'll watch them. No, I agree with you guys there. Uh, I mean, I I think it is it is I, that's I guess the the hard, the hard part I have about it. It's it's definitely something I'm going to continue to keep watching, but unless I get some like more cliffhanger type endings, I guess that's where that's where the next week anticipation. Because they're making, they have it still designed like it's a streaming show where you can go binge watch it, where there's no cliffhangers at the end of episodes. But then, unlike that's what old TV had to make you want to come back the next week and make sure that you watch the next episode. It's like you have to tune in next week to find out what happens to this car hanging off a cliff. Except, well, but this is going back like even further in TV than that. Whoa, it's just like a self-contained like you don't have yeah. overarching storylines. Like everything's just a self-contained little like adventure. So there are no connected universes. <laughs> Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> I have a running count on my desk actually of how many how many episodes in a row I've mentioned connected universes. And what are so you like thirty <laughs> five? I don't know how many episodes of this podcast we had. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. I think you brought connected universes into a, uh, last week's podcast all about. Uh, Halloween horror movies, man. I don't know how you did it, but you did it. I did. We talked about the the original monsters, like uh, connected universe, which actually is Gosh. a real thing. That's a universal thing. No, no, we didn't okay. talk about All that. Right. We talked about the Adam Sandler connected universe. You're right. Yeah, right. You're right. <laughs> Even better. And Even I mean better. In a, in horror movies, we do have the Conjuring connected universe. So you mm-hmm. know, oh my gosh, oh, I you have the Conjuring go yeah. that way. Universal so, monsters, but anyway, sorry. I'm gonna turn the turn the thing. So Jake, earlier you made a point about um, the bartender. Yes, uh, week. I don't even know what his name is, but I think it's Weekway. Um, but yeah, oh, he was originally guy. in Deadwood with uh, uh, okay. Font, So, uh, gotcha. Thank you, Cole. No problem. <laughs> so, Mandalorian. It's out. Episode one was definitely entertaining. Uh, if uh, I don't necessarily say for anybody that's listening that you need to go like rush out to watch it, like it's it, you got plenty of time because it's going to take them 10 weeks to release all the episodes in the season anyway, because they <laughs> suck. Um, and that by they, I mean, Disney, not the Mandalorian episodes. Um, so you got time worth the watch, but overall want more anticipate more anticipation building, I guess is my, my big thing for the, the season here. I'm complaining. Just let it happen. I know. I know. I, I like to complain. Somebody's got to. Ron's not here. Uh, and so on the, on the flip side, I'll complain some more. We lost a Hollywood icon this past week. Not COVID related, um, but still 2020 taking another victim, making it suck a little bit more. Sean Connery passed away. Uh, and as you could tell from the opening of the podcast, I 
do not know a whole lot about Sean Connery. I know that he was a fantastic James Bond. I know that the whoever's impersonated him on Saturday Night Live is fantastic. Um, <laughs> and outside of that, like Sean Connery is before my time to like an extreme, and I haven't seen a whole lot of his stuff. Wow. But I can respect, like I said, how much of an icon he is because everybody knows who he is, the voice that he has, like that distinctive like Scottish accent, and just the impact that he had on like the the suave i mean actually james bond as a whole like that he is like kind of the gold standard that people hold up for james bond um and so i can understand why people are uh, are definitely grieving here it's always sad when you lose somebody like that but i want to turn it over to you guys who may have seen more of his stuff do you have a, a favorite movie of sean connery's um and i swear if anybody says indiana jones like that is so predictable um but Go ahead. I wanted to see what you guys I, have. I have, your Sean I have a favorite one, and it's not Indiana Jones. All right. Um, it came out in 2003, uh, directed by Gus Van Sant, who did... Uh, um, anyways, uh, it's called uh, Finding Forrester. Finding he Forrester. He's a recluse writer and um, takes place in uh, the Bronx. There's a, a, kid that, a kid that plays basketball outside his apartment, and He's a writer. The kid's a writer, and just some things happen to where their 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 uh, paths cross. And um, he's written what most people would consider the best book of the 20th century. And um, and so then the two the two paths cross, and they just kind of have this back and forth. Younger generation grew up in the Bronx, doesn't have a father type deal, and then you have Sean Connery, who's older generation. Uh, lived there his entire life, two different cultural demographics, everything. Um, it's, it's, I would say a deeper drama movie, like, like the character depth. If, if you know Gus Van Sant, you know that he develops his characters over his, over his movies. And um, I just, for me, it's one of the, one of my, one of my favorite movies that um, I, I love probably in the last 20, 30 years. Um, I wouldn't put it in my like top 10 of movies all time, but it is a really good movie. And uh, Sean Connery plays it so well. So interesting. Yeah, I've never I've never heard of that movie. So that sounds interesting. Though it sounds like to your point, a, a kind of a, a deep drama. Well, I mean, if you look at Gus Van Sant, he doesn't do anything that's like surface level. <laughs> Everything has a deeper meaning, and so it kind of follows that Goodwill Hunting deeper meaning type um, storyline. I'm pretty sure I watched that movie in some class in high school. Probably. It came out when I just had graduated high school and you were still in high school. So <laughs> you baby. Matt, Adam, what about you guys? For me, Adam. it's gonna be the hunt for Red October. Yeah. I had a feeling you were gonna choose that one, to be honest. After I said especially after I said you couldn't choose Indiana Jones. That uh, wasn't Indiana Jones to begin with. He's not the he's not the primary in that. He's funny in that, but yeah. I definitely find his portrayal in uh, Hunt for Red October to be fantastic. I'd say that was one of the ones he was nominated for. Uh, he was nominated for an award in that one for Best Actor, I believe. Did not win. Uh, not, no. an, not an Academy Award. He was nominated for a BAFTA Award oh. in that one. Hmm. But say fun of the fun fact for you, he only won one Academy Award, and that was Best Actor in a Supporting Role in The Untouchables. It's a close second of my favorite. The only reason it's not my favorite of his is because he's the supporting role. Uh, that is a great movie, though. It is. 
Also, never heard of it. Never seen it. What? Told you. It was born. It was made five years before I was born. Okay, it was made three years after I was born, but I've still seen it multiple times and own it on Blu-ray. Come on, man. Man, own it on Blu-ray too. Dang. Couldn't get rid of it. Matt, should, that leaves you, just you. What do you got? Uh, I think I gotta go with Goldfinger. Ooh, he's going the James Bond route. Okay. Yeah, I mean. I feel like Sean Connery, uh, more than any other actor who has played James Bond, like embodies mm-hmm. the like who people think of as James Bond. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, he, I agree with you there. Up he until... like defined the character. He wasn't the first. He wasn't the last. But like Sean Connery's is the most iconic portrayal of James Bond. I think. No, like you're right. You have people before, you have Sean Connery, you have people after, and then you have Daniel Craig only because he's like in recent memory still. And he's a great, he's a great James Bond in his own right. But to your point, like, sure, you might be able to remember some of the other ones, but Sean Connery is always the first name that people think of when you think of James Bond. Well, yep. and he's the one everyone uh, does Im- imitations of when they mm-hmm. talk about, when yeah. they do their James Bond impersonation. Yeah. Every James Bond impersonation oh. is, is Sean Connery. It's Sean James Connery. <laughs> yeah. But, um... Adam, I thought you were about to impersonate him there for a second. <laughs> I was going to let you do it. I but still no. can't believe he only won one one Oscar after, yeah. like even like Hunt for Red October was. I I love that movie. Even, um, I don't know. I just I felt like he has he's made such he's made a bigger impact, I guess, than than I assumed he did. I, I don't know if that's the right yeah. way to say it. No, the Academy it's... apparently hated him because he has one win and it, that's the only his nomination that I can find too. He has a, uh, a handful of Golden Globe wins and nominations, but nothing from the Academy. So after Bond, it seems like he was like, all right, I got my nest egg. I'm going to do what the hell I want to do. Well, that's, <laughs> what I, that's what I was just going to say. Like outside of like a few like highlight things, like most of his career is movies that like, never even heard of him like <laughs> that is kind of that is you make a good Whoa. point like i guess you think about him for what he what he did put together and he has a lot of of movies that you're like that's a mo- like that's a movie interesting <laughs> it'll be interesting <laughs> that's a movie <laughs> <laughs> i i will say that my second not including the Indiana Jones films. My second, <laughs> and I'm probably going to catch flack with this because it's got Nicolas Cage as the Rock. The Rock. I love. I was Rock. actually surprised. I thought that, that movie was, didn't say that. That movie Dude, is just so much fun. It is. It, it was, was the first yeah. Sean Connery movie I ever saw as a kid. So it's probably the only Sean Connery movie outside of outside of the Indiana Jones films uh, that I have seen, at least in some capacity. I bet you've like, seen Dragonheart. Nope. I've seen that's Dragonheart. A, that's a good one too. I like that one. Highlander. Have you seen Highlander? Nope. There can only be one. Oh my when gosh. They made a <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they made a horrible sequel. <laughs> the quickening. They should have just listened to themselves. <laughs> the only thing I know about Highlander is that it was quoted in Talladega Nights. Oh my god, it's, it's quoted everywhere. Well, no, I mean like they talk. They literally talk about it. Not like it was quoted. Like they talk about Highlander in. Oh okay. Talladega Nights. That's what he tells. Uh, Oh shoot! What's that guy's name? Borat, the guy who plays the, yeah, the guy who plays the French driver. I can't, I couldn't remember his name. I was thinking just Borat though. Um, <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> That's what he tells him to go watch. He's like, we got a lot of good stuff. Highlander, you should go check that out. And he's like, I watched the Highlander movie. It was shit. <laughs> he 
probably watched the second one. Yeah. <laughs> probably. But regardless, uh, no, so, but yeah, but back to the point I was making, like, yes, he's had a very strange career in that, like, he's had his, like, super high profile stuff. And then there's just like a ton of stuff that you've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, but e- B class almost. But wasn't that what it was? I mean, that's how movies were in the yeah, 70s uh, and the 80s and the 90s. Everything wasn't this big blockbuster release. We got Sean Connery and and you're going to he's going to only do those type of movies like. No, Back I think then you could kind of right. pick and choose and do I, fun stuff. I didn't even realize this. He's in the original Avengers. That's not the original. Yeah, Avengers. No, that's not the original. <laughs> Avengers. It is too. It came out before that Avengers. Oh I mean, gosh. it is. This is the 1998 Avengers. Yeah, but that's not like the 1970s Avengers or whatever it was. Uh, I didn't know, sir. August De Winter was a part of the Marvel Universe. He's not. <laughs> I remember this Avengers, by the way. Oh, and it did not get a good score on no. IMDb out of 10. Uh, oh my gosh. I actually remember this. I never saw it, but I do remember it when it came out. I have no memory of this movie. It's got Uma Thurman in it. Come on, man. It will be really interesting to see the, like how many of his movies and, and uh, how many of his how much of his work is going to get picked up now by some of the streaming services trying to, which is, I guess, kind of in its own right. Is that a good thing or is it kind of bad thing that you're, you're mooching off of someone's death by then swap, like snatching up all of their works to host onto a streaming platform? Well, I mean, it's, it's not that they're snatching them up. I mean, I bet most of them have them owned in some capacity, Mm -hmm. but they're just not, they weren't put out there because nobody was like, Oh, I need to watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, like for like for me, my favorite one I talked about finding Forrester. I can't find it on any streaming service, and so I have the DVD copy of it that I watch on my Xbox One because that's the only way I can watch it. It's I don't even think you can buy it on iTunes. Uh, you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Are you serious? Oh man, they must have picked it up then because <laughs> I searched for it a few times and I could not find it anywhere. So that's kind of great. Yeah, currently uh, oh. Is it, it two ninety nine? Do you have to buy it? Uh, no, it is available to stream free free through IMDb TV. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. IMDb TV. Yeah, it's a, it's a thing for your lesser known films. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Oh wow! The more so you, you know. Yeah. So I'm looking at some of the numbers. If you, uh, I was looking at some of the numbers for the, the James Bond movies. And he is accounting for inflation, the number one grossing James Bond, even ahead of Roger Moore, who made like two or three more Bond movies than he did. Um, That's because Roger Moore is kind of a lame Bond. Yeah, Roger Moore. Daniel Craig might pass him there with Pierce. Right up there with Pierce Brosnan. I'd probably put him ahead of Pierce Brosnan. I think he's ahead of Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, his his James Bond ones are actually some of the first James Bonds I ever saw with Goldfinger, Doctor No, and Thunderball. Like my, I mean, yeah, my friend's dad introduced me to those when I was like, ten. They're like the classic, yeah. James Bond movies. I'd say he is the like one of the least dead. He is the least deadly James Bond, I believe. 
outside of George Lazenby, who nobody even remembers played James Bond. Uh, Literally until this moment, I had forgotten that that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like you uh, said that name, and I was like, oh, right, yeah. All right, so then, then the quiz for you guys, as we wrap up here with the, uh, there's two, two, two categories left, deadliest James Bond. Roger Moore. Daniel Craig. I have to go with Brosnan. Brosnan. 135 people yeah. killed. It was the 90s. They were just killing people left and right. He had to come back from Mrs. Doubtfire. Yep. <laughs> Roger, Moore, Roger Moore would be second with 90. And then uh, the drunkest James Bond is what I'll call this one. Sean Connery. <laughs> I was going to go with uh, Daniel Craig. Uh, oh, I don't know. Timothy, what's his name? T Dalton. <laughs> T Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Uh, it is. It is Craig with not only, oh, the, not only two the for total, two. Not only the total number, but the highest average number per movie as well. He has eighty-five units of alcohol consumed over four films. Twenty-six <laughs> drinks in Casino Royale. Twenty-five Inspector. He's hammered Jesus. drunk the entire time. It's because he's beating up his body so bad, you know. <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, he is kind of playing like an older, beat down James Bond. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got tall, all sorts like a of much, scars and stuff. A much darker James Bond. Yes. Oh. Which is why I'm surprised to your to your point that he doesn't have the the kill count. But um, I think he he might be sad. No, I, mean, I the, said more. The, second. the kill count in Casino is very very low to begin That's with. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. 405 total villains killed, though, by all the James Bonds. That's it. Keeping and the world they, safe. And they keep coming. I feel like that should, number should be higher with as many James Bond film, uh, films out there. So those are rookie numbers. you got to bump those numbers up. Yeah. I feel like I need to go watch a James Bond movie now. And I want to go watch uh, – I think I want to go watch Skyfall. That's not – talking about Sean Connery here. Why are you bringing yeah. Daniel Craig into this, man? Don't be rude. <laughs> go watch Dr. No or Goldfinger Be respectful. Or which Diamonds are forever. Oh, there you go. Which one's his? Thunderball is his highest grossing James Bond movie. Thunderball was good. Yep. I think From Russia with Love, though, is actually the one I know by name the most. Now, that one and Diamonds are forever. I think I, the two I, I've heard of before. I've heard of Goldfinger, too. Just kidding. So Thunderball is the one of the ones I haven't heard of. Dr. No, I definitely didn't hear of. And You Only Live Wait, Twice, i would never heard of. You've never heard of Dr. No? Never heard of those three that I just mentioned. That's why what? I was reading them off. Yep. Um, I've also never heard of any of the ones by Roger Moore, basically, except for. Uh, oh, man, you're not missing much there. The Man with the Golden Gun. I've heard of that one. Uh, never heard of the Timothy Dalton ones. I know all the Pierce Brosnan ones because those are like as I was growing up. That was Timothy Dalton's pretty to... good as James Bond. I do like Timothy Dalton as James Bond. I mean, he did better than Lassenby because Lassenby got replaced by Connery again after his one movie. So. <laughs> again, because Sean Connery is just the iconic James Bond. Public outrage. Really Truth. Well, we want to thank you all for listening to us today. If you, uh, if you have your own favorite James Bond movie or sh- other Sean Connery movie, please let us know. Uh, he has a wide variety of them, just you may not have ever heard of them before. So we'd be happy to hear if there's some really good ones out there that you've seen. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you like, follow us, subscribe to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the podcast, obviously. We appreciate you listening. If you want to debate things, hop onto our Facebook. 
hop onto our Facebook group. We love we love chatting about things and arguing about random topics, especially with movies. Again, you're probably wrong, and we'll let you know why. But you're happy to come tell us your opinion anyway. And until next time, uh, enjoy your streaming as long as you're not trying to watch more than one episode of The Mandalorian.